Welcome, friends and fellow horse fiends. You've landed on Come Ride With Me, a podcast dedicated to helping you find harmony, joy, and success in your riding. I'm your host, Anna Fox of Equus Enlightened. This pod isn't about training your horse, but about training you to be the best partner for your horse. Listen to find out how I use my intention to direct my ride. You'll hear how I decide what to focus on, what to say yes to, and when to redirect my horse. You'll see how not getting frustrated or overwhelmed is the easiest path to sanity and harmony. So what are you waiting for? Come ride with me. Hey there. Today I am with a friend of mine who is a warm blood mare and she was purchased to be a dressage horse. Her normal tendency is to be a little high-headed and she's also a little sticky off the leg and moving forward. So those are the things with her that we're going to be working on. And today is a first day back after a little bit of a break um, over the weekend. So we're just working on going forward and getting a nice stretching, finding the sweet spot of her movements as we go. It's a little windy today, so hopefully... That won't interfere too much. So I've worked um, a lot on just modifying her movement and getting her more comfortable being over her back, stretching down, and really having more self-carriage because uh, when I first started riding her, she she was not um, very good at carrying herself or regulating uh, without constant intervention. I'm kind of a lazy rider uh, and I'm to the point where I'm like, you know, horses are capable. They're smart. They, they can do these things. They allow us to ride them graciously. Um, so we should give them as much freedom as we possibly can, even in attacks. I say that I'm a bit lazy, but um, also for a good reason for the horses. Uh, she tends to maybe start out a little sluggish. Today she did not. Um, sometimes, you know, like when you put the leg on her, she'll brace any of that today. She also uh, will tend to have a spooky uh, corner of the arena. And There's also an area of the arena that she usually likes to hang out at because her friends are there. And so I usually um, will try to work through that. Um, one of my favorite things to do, which I haven't been doing with her while I've been talking, um, maybe because I can't multitask very well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, which is funny if you know that my other, other career is as a 911 dispatcher where we do lots of things at one time, um, but um, is I like to do um, what I call a passenger, passenger ride, and you can do this at any gate, but sometimes just start out with um, especially if it's a horse that I'm not really familiar with, it's a great way to um, see what that horse is thinking and then also to, to build up um, some sort of relationship and connection. So, I mean, in that case, what I normally do depends on the horse. But with this horse in particular, as I know, like, you know, she's probably not going to run off with me. That's, that's not her mindset. Um, she may just be looky or she may want to hang out at one end of the arena or another. So with her as a passenger, I am just going to pick the speed at which we go. Um, we're just going to start off at the walk 
And I'm going to let her go. And you see, already she's a little bit like, oh, wait a minute, I thought we were done. That was a really good ride. Um, so we're just going to go for a walk around the arena and um, see what happens. We are approaching the corner um, where she likes to hang out maybe a little bit and um, where, where her buddies are turned out. So only one of them is out here today, so maybe a little less exciting. But what I'll do is, I mean, I'm going to let her look. I'm going to sit as quietly as I can, and all I'm going to ask is that she keeps walking. Um, and doesn't run me into the fence. There, she stopped in the corner. So now I'm actually just gonna, we're gonna go back the other way. She kinda made the direction change herself. We're gonna go back the other way. We're gonna kinda walk the fence line, you know, just like a horse, just like a horse would walk the fence line. Now I'm gonna do a little something unpassenger-like, and I'm gonna ask her to change direction again. Uh, throw a yielding in the hindquarter, and just, well, let's change direction. And walk over here. Now her friend's coming up to us. And then I'm gonna ask her to do the same thing again. And if she doesn't decide on her own to keep moving um, through the arena, I might make this a worky place. I might do something like some head to wall leg yields um, or something. And so now we're moving on. Um, she may cut the arena short, which is fine too. Um, so there I just redirected her attention. So she did um, want to sort of walk the fence line down in this area and I'll have to move my camera um, another day and get you guys a video of um, what she likes to do down there and then show you a couple ways um, to deal with it. But uh, right now we're just otherwise walking, walking around the arena. And uh, so the only thing I'm going to change about my passenger lesson is that I am just going to not allow her to go um, out of the camera range. So, um, so I will have to steer. Um, we're kind of doing this. Oh, now we're making a little circle. Uh, we're kind of doing this thing where we were kind of staying on the. inside track even maybe the third track of the arena um, now we're kind of walking down center line i'm gonna stop she likes this place to stop this it's the camera place uh, maybe she's a ham but she likes to stop so i'm just gonna say well, can you move your hind end can we kind of do a hind quarter yield and move our hind end and get going again because this is the end of the arena that she's less likely to want to hang out at so I'm just kind of, oh, let's turn that way and see what happens. And as I'm doing this with the horse, I'm, I'm really, um, I really want to feel what's happening underneath me. Um, I want to feel like, what does their back feel like? Do they feel like they're free in their shoulders and their hind end? Do they feel like they're bending evenly? Um, you know, is there any crookedness that I can feel? Um, is there any tension that I can feel? Um, tension that's going to get you in trouble, maybe. Um, you know, if your horse is a little fresh or, you know, something like that. Like, 
be aware. Um, just be aware of that is what what is happening. And um, right there, you know, she kind of had her, her head up and she was looking out a little bit. And I was like, well, let me see what happens if I just put a little inside leg on you and say, can you put your head down? And, uh, and she did. So, and, you know, that's really my goal. I want to be able to have some really subtle aids and and help the horse feel better in their movement. You know, this has to feel better to her than going around braced in the base of the neck, um, kind of holding her head up and and not having a lot of freedom of movement. So we're feeling pretty good. Um, she always has a little bit of crookedness, especially in this direction. Um, and it's kind of hard to describe. Uh, she will sort of throw out the left shoulder, but um, she also holds a lot of weight on the right shoulder. So I, I don't have a good description for it. It's, it's an interesting crookedness to me, um, but we are working on it and it is much better than it used to be. Um, she used to be very dependent on the right rein. So now we're gonna go trotting and I'm gonna keep the same thing. I'm, gonna say, I'm just gonna be a passenger. I'm gonna let you trot. And she trotted a few slow steps and I was like, ah, oh, I don't know if I feel like trotting today, man. Um, and she has not been ridden since Thursday of last week. So it is Monday now. And uh, so my goal is just kind of have a, a nice stretchy forward, you know, how are we feeling this week ride today? Um, and she says, I'm feeling a little bit, a little bit on the sluggish side. It is also, um, the wind's blowing a little bit now and it's so cool, but it's going to be a hotter day than we've had. Um, so I could be changing her, her feeling. And, you know, she's a little like, I don't know if I want to go forward. I'm going to kind of brace my neck against you. So I'm going to use, um, what I like to call my reflex to relax that I have taught her um, and somebody, um, the wonderful Karen Wolf actually taught me that method. So, um, you know, I find um, her sweet spot and I make that, how do we relax? How do we get stretchy? There we go. And then I'm gonna say, all right, can we try it again? And she gives me a little bit, no, nah, I don't think so. Like she's making me work kind of hard, harder than I would like to work. I want her to trot when I, when I set my intention to trot, you know? So I'm gonna say, all right, come on, come on, come on, come on, go. And I did not um, monitor um, her head position or any of that in that transition. Um, that's not my goal right now is just to get her, you know, responding to my forward thinking aid. Um, <laughs> she's giving me a little sass too, which she will occasionally do. Um, I think, uh, funnily enough, I think she's in tune to the fact that 100% of my attention is not on her. She likes attention. If I have a horse that's a bit sticky about going forward, a lot of times I find that using the stick or a crop, whatever you're carrying on the shoulder is less offensive than using it behind your leg or on their butt. They take less offense to it and they're less likely to kick out um, or do something like that against it. 
Um, and you can see if, if you're watching the video, she's been, this would have been her, her normal sort of way of going um, previously until, um, you know, someone shortened up the reins and pulled her head down. Uh, and this does not look comfortable. I mean, it's not comfortable to ride, but can't imagine that it feels very comfortable. Ah, oh, good girl. So, you know, it's taken a little bit to just show her that this stretching um, is more comfortable. Now I can feel her feeling that the stretching down, finding that sweet spot is more comfortable. So I'm happy with that. I'm gonna stop, give her a short break, some pats, maybe a cookie. Oh, good girl. That was a much better move off even after that little brief stop there. So I'm super excited about that. After she went forward, I bring her right back down to the walk again because I want to emphasize that she moved forward, which is what I was asking. Oh, God. Let's go again. Go again. So with a horse like this, I may just play this forward game. Um, can we go? Can we go? Can we go? Can we go? You know, a good go button um, <laughs> is as important as a good stop button. And usually they're very related. So um, if you have a horse that doesn't want to go, you usually don't really want to stop once you get them going. And that seems kind of counterintuitive, but that is a lot of, a lot of times the way things work. So good girl. And you see, She's offering now the stretch. This, I might give her a little guidance from time to time, but for the most part, she's offering it. Um, you know, still manifesting a little bit of her crookedness, which is to sort of lean on the left side um, and contract that right shoulder. Um, so, I ask her, you know, can you push out a little bit, especially in the turns? Can you push over on to the right side? And I don't want to make that always happen with my hand. Um, my intention is for that to happen through my body, through my legs, not through my hand. So, um, you know, I may have to guide her but then right away that rain aid goes away and that's an important part of um of using your aids because um we get you know we use two and eight aids all at once or we use our aids for too long and then the horses get dull to them uh, or they don't really understand what you mean because you're not giving them a clear direction and good girl so after that canter feeling much better gonna ride forward to a walk let her stretch a little bit oh geese So we had some geese, 
I don't know if you could hear their honking, but they terrified the horse who was in the pasture on the side of the arena and he came galloping past us, which is a little funny to see because he's a big, a big dude. And um, I just stood there. I let the mare take it in and she was perfect. No drama, just calmness. This mare has that interesting conundrum of not a good go button, but also not a good woe button. And it's gotten better as I've been working with her, but it's still something that she struggles with. Uh, and I just think, you know, it's all a matter of the energy flow, right? The energy is just not flowing good. Like it's, it's getting hung up. And so there's not a nice circuit of energy. And so connecting to that circuit is hard. Um, you know, for instance, if you're, say, bouncing a ball um, to somebody at the other end of a gym and it, that ball is going straight um, and doing X number of bounces until it gets to you, it's really easy to receive that ball. It's really easy to intercept that circuit of energy. Even if you, even if you change your position, you know, you might run up and catch it closer or because it's predictable but if you're doing that and then somehow you know a little pebble or something gets stuck uh, on the floor and the ball hits that and it ricochets off you know now you can't connect to that circuit of energy and the ball's harder to stop so the circuit of energy is really important and and allowing horses to have that freedom within themselves. I mean, they're just powerful animals, you know, and when they wanna move and they wanna do things on their own, there's not, there aren't people sitting on their backs and trying to restrict them. Um, so, when we are sitting on their back and restricting them, we need to just be aware of that and, um, you know, find the freedom in there. So now, okay. We did a little stretchy walk. Can we, can we go trotting? Yay! And again, with the asking the question, you know, I'm always asking my horses questions. Can you, can you? Oh, 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 can you put your head back down? Can you, can you, can you, can you, can you? Can you? I know the scary geese came over here, but can you? Yeah, okay, good girl, right? Lovely, and this is so bouncy, and so, oh, oh, this like totally reminds you of we're just like trotting around some pasture. Oh, nice and bouncy and stretchy. And people sometimes get afraid of this position because they feel like the horses are uh, in a position to do more naughtiness. But actually, I really have uh, a lot less issues. Um, horses in this position, you know, they're using their body in a good way. They can see. Um, this is how they were designed to see. And, you know, sometimes horses pick up their heads because they're looking at something. Because of their vision, they have to change their head position to bring things into focus. So, you know, getting after them or being angry about it, can we canter? Yes, good girl. Um, you know, is a little bit silly. Now, um, there are other reasons that horses put their heads up, obviously, but, um, you know, in the normal course of a workout, for instance, when you see her stretching so beautifully, if she raises her head, it's probably 
um, to look at something or um, because her balance has changed and she needs to. Um, it's totally fine. I'll just, if it's balance related, you know, then I'm just gonna, can I uh, reevaluate that balance? And this weighs a little harder because for crookedness. And so it's harder for her to sort of um, self-regulate a bit at the canter, but she's learning. And so I, I ask her a little bit, like, can you shorten up? Ooh. When she says maybe a little, I go, okay. <laughs> Sometimes she says, oh, but I can trot. You know, beautiful trot transitions now, but, um, and again, you know, the walk to canter is complicated. So is our canter to walk still. So, um, you know, doing these trot canter, canter trot, just saying, hey, good girl. And I also really want her to learn from my body language. <laughs> Come on. Um, so when I ask her to come back with my seat and my legs, I have to, also myself, have to be aware and I have to titrate that for how much I want. And I have to teach her that because she doesn't know that. Right? I have not been working with her all that long and I only ride her usually maybe three times a week. So getting her to um, this point of, Good girl. And like there, she came out of the canter. Um, balance issue, because I was asking her short. Then she got her head up. I'm not going to push her back into the canter there. I'm going to say, oh, we need to fix that. Then we can go canter again. Now I'm going to ask her again. Can you come back a little bit? Uh, still hard. And one of the things that I'm going to do, um, I'm doing it right now, is using the stick on her hip on the outside just kind of remind her like hey you can do this you can um and she says i can't today i'm stiff and so that's cool you know some days i'm stiff too and i think she feels pretty pretty flexible um laterally right like we're doing well, figure eight serpentine thing here um, and staying on the circle so we have a good camera view but you know and I feel like I can move these parts around pretty well um, but longitudinally she's a little bit um, not <laughs> yeah yeah I want to ask her for a little bit deeper lateral flexion mm, so I'm just gonna do that for a minute. Make a little figure right here. Then say, can you push your hindquarters out a bit and then really, really give me a bendy here and then a bendy here without walking. Good girl. Oh, 
And there, she really stretched into that change of direction. And I'm just gonna sit down, ask her to walk. Very nice. Right, and that is perfectly acceptable um, workout for the first one of the week. And you know, she's feeling a little stiff, whatever. Get her, get her loosened up, and then um, the next time I ride her, I can think about um, maybe working on some of that longitudinal flexion. You know, shortening and lengthening the stride, things like that, and. There's lots and lots of ways to do that. So we will work on that next time and uh, hope you'll come ride with us again. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Come Ride With Me. I know there were some changes in audio quality at times because I had to dub in spots that were not clear in the original video slash audio. I'm sure I'll get better at this recording thing as I go. So forgive my learning curve. My goal is to demonstrate to riders that we don't have to do something every second of a ride. We don't have to do things a certain way or at a certain time. Just staying present with your horse and gathering non-judgmental information about how they are going is way more beneficial than overthinking and overworking. If you'd like to learn more about what I do at Equus Enlightened, you can find me at equusenlightened.net or on patreon.com slash Equus Enlightened. You can also find me on social media as Equus Enlightened. I will put all the links in the show notes. And until next time, happy riding. Oh, before you go, please remember to rate, review, and share this pod so others can find it. I would love constructive criticism, but like my mom used to say, if you don't have anything really nice to say, there's no need to say it. Just ride on, my friends. Have a great week.